Hello and welcome to episode five of Harry's podcast. Is it a milestone? I'd like to think so. No official word from the marketing team this week. I don't know if that means they were happy with last week's podcast. Probably not. Or if it was more passive aggression. Or maybe they're planning a fully fledged coup. I did get two emails though. One with the subject, guests, question mark. And then in the actual email it said, could be a good idea, Harry. So rude. And then I got another email, subject header, merchandise, question mark. And in the email it said, spoke to design team. We all agreed we can't possibly put your face on the merchandise. How about these logos? And then they attached 16 different logos. I haven't yet replied. This week was a great week. I'm not afraid to admit it. This isn't false positivity just for the podcast. You know you can count on me for the real talk. At some point, it was in jeopardy of being a total washout because I'd come up with 10 half ideas, if you could even call them that. And I knew as I was writing, I was restricting myself. I was coming up with too complicated ideas, essentially. And so I kept stalling myself. And maybe I should have pushed further and got seven pages written, maybe. And then that would have given me a beginning, middle and end that then I could whittle down. But I knew they needed to be more simple. And I reminded myself of the mantra, complexity is the enemy of execution that I spoke about a couple of weeks ago. So uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about my process of getting the ideas down and then how that led to a bit of a breakthrough. So my process essentially is just total free writing. I started a document, called it June Shorts, and just write everything down in my head. And a lot of it is rubbish, obviously, but it really helps. So I'll be honest, my documents look like Kevin Spacey's notebooks in Seven which are probably a little less incriminating than Kevin Spacey's actual notebooks in real life. But most of the document, maybe I can only understand. But um, essentially, I'll get stuff down. And anything I like or sort of piques my excitement, I will underline, bold, maybe put an asterisk by it. And there's no method to that. It's just, you know, they all kind of mean the same thing, which is pay attention to this. And anything that I really like, I copy and paste to the top of the document. And so at the top of the document, I can keep going back up and going, okay, why is this idea on my mind? Or why is this a priority? And sometimes I can combine things or I can just notice a pattern that I'm that I'm going on. I'm going to list some of the ideas now. Applying for jobs eavesdropping for stories so I like the idea of Harry being so creatively blocked that he just goes out and starts eavesdropping on the public I thought that could be interesting um, helping someone sell something or trying to sell something um, I have a bad dream of me being a pensioner telling me all my dreams never came true so that's kind of a weird dark one you know this idea of an old version of me um, telling me that I'm a failure God knows where that came from, but I kind of liked it as an idea. Then I had another idea that was similar, which was an old crazy guy approaches me on a... I'm sat on a bench and an old crazy guy approaches me and I mistake him for a homeless man, which is kind of funny. And then the old crazy guy goes on a rant 
And then at the end, I said, maybe the old crazy guy is me from the future or the past or whatever. So I don't, there was clearly something on my mind this week of me being old and a failure. So read, read into that what you want. And then I came up with another one called advice, which I quite liked, which was multiple people speaking to camera, giving me advice, but we never, we never see me. And so I kind of like that you could do, you know, conflicting advice for comedic effect. So that might get developed. That was kind of the closest one to a breakthrough where I was like, yeah, I could imagine shooting that one, but it still wasn't really exciting me. And then lastly, another quarter idea, something about books or lending a book because I really like books and I like the idea of someone either trying to get a book back off someone or somebody giving a book back that, you know, they've scribbled in the margins or they've like folded pages. But then it didn't really strike me as a very original idea. So um, at this point, I was kind of thinking, God, this week is awful. You know, I've not got anything really substantial done, even though really this this wouldn't have been a failure, really, you know, 10 or so ideas, because who knows next week, I could have got another idea that combined with one of these and and you're away. But yesterday, I had an idea drop almost fully formed into my lap. It's only one page, but this is how I did it. I looked at the ideas I'd written down, the ones I've I've just said and a few more that are even worse than that and I realized how complicated they were and you know a few weeks ago I was talking about simplicity and this is what this project has got to be because it's got to be prolific and so you're not going to come up with genius ideas that are very hard to pull off so you know keep it simple stupid that sort of mentality so I went back and looked at the films I'd made earlier this year and how simple they were some of them or even one shot. And I've been reading a lot of Peanuts comic strips because I just love the simplicity. And even though they're four panels, they say so much and they're just great for studying structure. You know, if you if you Google Peanuts comics when you get the chance and just read a couple, they're, they're just brilliantly written. And they've got such a great sense of structure. And sometimes when you read, say, 10 in a row, Sometimes you can even predict just off the first image, the first panel and what it's conveying. You can sometimes predict where the story's going, the arc of the story. And sometimes you can't. They take you by surprise. But I was reading so many of them, the structure was kind of getting in my head. So I went back and looked at the previous work. And then I was thinking about Peanuts structure and... I knew maybe it's better to shoot something in the flat because it's June and we've still got this pandemic going on and not to be too reckless with crew and cast and shooting outside. So um, I came up with something called Good Writing Day, uh, the short script. It's only one page, really simple, but it's kind of visual and I just really like it. And it took me, the good thing is, and a good sign is, the time it took me to write it, is the time it takes to read it. It was just, it was that fast. So as of three days ago, I was, you know, sort of banging my head thinking this is going nowhere. I've only got this one script really that I can shoot, which is, you know, which we're shooting on Monday, June the 1st. We're shooting a short script called Losing the Plot, which will be the first short in this series, whatever it will become. So 
as of a couple of days ago, I didn't think I had much after that. You know, I didn't have a second script. So I'm I'm so happy because this is this is definitely going to be the the second short and it's really simple to do. And so I'm trying now to write the third script that I can probably shoot on the same day as that one. And so that'll that'll give me the three shorts in June, which is kind of the goal I'm aiming for. Originally, the second short was going to involve Harry's therapist. I'd written that Harry had a therapist and he was doing a video chat with his therapist. But the second half of that short was a bit complicated. It was outside in a park and it and it had to involve a, f- a few strangers or they were strangers in the in the short. And so it would have ha- would have meant I would have had to get two or three people to be in the short. And I, I just didn't feel comfortable doing that at the moment. So that's why I had to go back to the drawing board and think really simple, what can we shoot? At times this week, you know, it was hard to prioritize the week. Some of the writing was felt bitty, but I stayed the course. Um, I did the work and I'll be honest, it felt very silly um, writing ideas down like old crazy guy is possibly me, me in the future. You know, it felt, it felt kind of stupid, but it did get me to the idea that I was really excited to write. You got it down, printed it off, reread it, made a few notes, rewrote a little bit and it's good to go. I'd be happy to shoot that one tomorrow because it makes sense beginning, middle and end. It's concise, it's nice and it and it says something. And I think with the other ones I wrote, because I've written four now and I've only got two, I've got two that I would say are are shootable. The other two are kind of a bit messier and they just it doesn't stir that excitement in me of like yes this is I can shoot this and it's a great feeling to have when you get it because you know right there's purpose now we can get creating we can get making and we're off the short I'm shooting on Monday is called losing the plot it's only two pages but my goal is for it to feel like a teaser to a bigger show you know a proper show and it isn't going to do mad numbers because that's not what this is about. And I'm not sure I could even do that if I tried. For me, this is, it's about lifting every component, you know, the writing, acting, directing. And I love the idea of making 10, 15 of these shorts and then cherry picking three to five of them. And that being a really nice selection of work that I can then send to people. And also what's been on my mind is with Webfests next year, this series should have a nice story behind it with this podcast and what I'm trying to do with autobiography. And hopefully the work is strong enough that I can then submit it to web festivals and attend festivals with them. So that's a, that's a nice idea for the future. And I don't want to get ahead of myself, but it's nice to have ideas like that because it helps with the motivation. The cinematographer... James Embray has come around on Sunday to drop off the equipment and pre-light the first shot so we can get a head start on Monday morning. And I'm kind of just raring to go. I want to I want to get shooting. I've been doing the podcast now for five weeks and it, I'll be honest, it has felt a little bit silly at times to not be making films whilst making this podcast because, you know, you don't want to be that guy just talking about things and nothing's getting done. So it's going to feel nice to have that first short 
um, done. And so I can talk about that and talk about the release of that and, and the feedback, hopefully. If all goes well on the next podcast, I'll be talking about the shoot and how we're doing with the edit. The next steps are I have, you know, I have the second script ready. So I've got the first two. First one, losing the plot. Second is called Good Day Writing, which is kind of uh, an ironic title. And so I've got to come up with the third script now, which means getting back to those stupid ideas. And I'm going to try my best to learn from this week in the sense of, you know, keep it simple. Don't try and run away with these complicated ideas. And so next week it's about prioritizing simplicity and in a way where I'm not restricting myself. You know, I'm coming up with the ideas that are basically fit the form. I think my problem at the moment is I'm struggling with the format of, especially at the moment with the pandemic, I, I'm i being a little bit too ambitious with the ideas and I'm, I'm trying to write four or five pages. And it's good to store those ideas for later on in the year, July, August maybe. But at the moment, the form should be kind of like those Peanuts comic strips, very simple, two minutes, and, you know, at the moment, shot in my flat, which isn't the most visually stunning thing, but, you know, you've got to, you've got to make do with what you've got. And I think also, it's definitely, um, it's definitely a cliche, but I think a lot of filmmakers, maybe when they're starting out, definitely sort of student filmmakers, they are too ambitious and they are trying to write 10 minute time travel sci-fi films with explosions. And it's kind of, it's funny to think about it like that, but that's what they do. And in a way I've been doing a similar thing, not obviously not as extreme, but I've been getting carried away with things that are just, I'm not able to do them at the moment. And it, it kind of feels weird because you, as a filmmaker, you don't want to almost admit that you can't do something or you don't want to tell yourself, oh, I can't be ambitious. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Because you don't want to be like that. You want to be like, no, anything is possible. But at the moment, it would kind of be silly to have that attitude of anything is possible because that's just clearly not true. Okay, it's that time of the week again. Three things that have been on my mind. Momentum how ideas improve, and it isn't a hobby. First up, momentum. I am craving momentum. Momentum is so powerful, and I have no idea how to obtain it, besides just cracking on and doing the work. I think at the moment it'll take me three to four of these short films to feel momentum, but even then things can fall apart. Which made me think, is momentum just a trick of the mind? because I should have momentum now. I've done five of these podcasts, uh, two scripts are ready to shoot, one of which is on Monday, so I should have it. So I guess, how do you get momentum? Can you remember a time that you had it? Secondly, how do ideas improve? Quite simply, by investigation and collaboration. When you think about it, when you're writing or thinking of ideas, it's like a writer's room in your head, as crazy as that sounds. You know, you might have a character and you'll think she should work in a hospital. And you go, no, that doesn't quite fit. Maybe she works in a hotel. Yeah, that's much better. 
And in terms of collaboration, that isn't to say you have to go out and get a writing partner. But if you are one of those people who writes ideas down and doesn't show a soul, then this is for you. It sounds like simple, obvious advice, show your work to people and get feedback. But I went through a phase of years where I wasn't making the most of sharing my ideas and getting feedback. And therefore I wasn't improving my work as much as I could have done. So if you haven't got anyone, try to find two people so you're not putting pressure on one person. Try to find two people that you can regularly show work to. And if you are fortunate enough and you are ahead of the game and you do have three to five people, then maybe think of adding different perspectives in there to shake things up. Lastly this week, and I guess most seriously, is it isn't a hobby. So sometimes I ask myself, is this just a hobby? Which is a stupid way I motivate myself because to me, this is clearly not a hobby. And for me, this is a lifestyle and something that I want to be uh, a profession. So in a way, me asking myself, is this a hobby? It's kind of an insult to myself. And if what you're doing can be compared to a guy who watches golf every other day and plays golf twice a week, then maybe what you're doing is a hobby. And I think we need to aspire to something greater than that. And we need to commit to it. And if we want it to be a profession, then we need to treat it like one. So ask yourself at the moment, is your writing and your filmmaking or your acting or whatever you're creatively trying to aspire towards, does that feel like a hobby? I know that's ending on a serious note, but hopefully that inspires you with your week ahead. If you haven't already left a review, please do so. And if you're enjoying whatever this is, please do share it with someone who you think will get something out of it. As always, this podcast is produced by the sonic guru, Ryan McMurray at Bracken Audio, and I'll see you next week. Music